Hello, you're listening to a bonus cook-along episode from the Good Food Podcast with Tom Kerridge. Welcome to the BBC Good Food Podcast with Tom Kerridge. This is a bonus cook-along episode. My name is Orlando Murrin. I'm a food writer and I host the podcast each week with Tom. And recently we were talking about the subject of pasta. One of the recipes we talked about was Tom's recipe for hand-cut pappardelle. And I'd like to talk you through that recipe now in a bit more detail. You can pause whenever you like if you want to jot down any notes or ingredients or timings, or you can easily find the recipe online at bbcgoodfood.com. To find it there, just type the name of the recipe into the search bar. The name of the recipe is hand-cut pappardelle. And if that doesn't work for you, tap in Tom Kerridge pappardelle and it will come straight up. You'll also find the link in the podcast description. That's quite a hard word, pappardelle. As you notice, I keep falling over it. So it's P-A-P-P-A-R-D-E-L-L-E. And it is the name for wide pasta ribbons. So think of tagliatelle only a bit wider than that. This recipe is for the pasta, which you will want to serve with some sauce. I think it's so beautiful to make your own handmade pasta that really just some delicious pesto, bought pesto or homemade pesto would be excellent with it. But if you really wanted to go mad, you could serve it with a beef ragu. This recipe makes enough pasta for six to eight people. You could halve the recipe if you wanted to practice it. The actual time to make the pasta is about an hour, but it's only five minutes to cook. And the first recommendation I make for you is to make make yourself plenty of space in the kitchen. Um, Clear the kitchen table, clear your work surfaces, because uh, it takes up quite an area while you're making pasta. And it's something that you don't want to hurry. It's really, really good fun. It's one of those kitchen operations which you do for the pleasure of doing it as well as for the pleasure of eating it. Um, It's quite a privilege to have Tom Kerridge's uh, pasta recipe. This is the recipe that they make in his restaurants, his Michelin award-winning restaurants. So this is the superb master recipe, as it were. And there's not many ingredients in it. I'm going to say the ingredients now. 750 grams of type 00 pasta flour, five whole large eggs, plus six large egg yolks, all beaten together. You'll also need semolina flour, that's for dusting the pasta. And you'll also need one of those rolling pasta machines. Usually they're hand-rolled, but you might have one with uh, fixes to your mixer and does it for you automatically. Type 00 pasta flour is uh, easily available now. It's a very finely milled flour, which gives that silky texture to the pasta. Semolina flour, there's a lot of difficulties with the packet, uh, the, the labelling of semolina. If you can only find semolina, it's fine. If you can find semolina flour, it's slightly more finely ground than normal semolina. Either of them will do. And when it's called semolina flour, don't be surprised. It's not like flour. It's more granular than flour. That's the whole point. That's why it's used as a kind of non-stick for pasta. 
So here we go. Tip the 00 flour into a large food processor with a good pinch of salt and the beaten eggs and the yolks. This won't work on a mini food processor. You need a large food processor. I've got a mini one and it will overwork the mini one. You need to get out the the large full size, not super large, but a full size model. So put in the flour, the salt and the eggs, all of them together, and then pulse in short bursts to mix it. You can potentially overheat a processor if you overdo this. So pulse it, scrape down the sides with a spatula to incorporate any dry bits. And you're aiming to get it into even crumbs, sort of wet crumbs. It won't stick together, but it will it will go to crumbs. Tip that out and then knead it by hand for five to 10 minutes. That's quite a long time. I really mean five to 10 minutes. And you'll find that it will come together. It will change from being crumbs to being a smooth, firm dough. Now, if it's very dry and it seems to be craggy because flour does vary a bit, you may need to add a splash of water, just a splash of water to bring it together. But knead it until it's very, very smooth. This is the Italian secret. It gets hand kneaded until it's super smooth. Shape it into a ball, wrap it in in plastic or whatever you wrap things with and chill it for at least an hour and up to two days. I find that if I chill it for two days, it, it works absolutely perfectly. It darkens ever so slightly in the in the refrigerator, but don't worry about that. That's absolutely fine. Now, the rolling operation. This is something not to hurry. You're going to divide your ball of dough into four and take a quarter of it and leave the three quarters that you're not dealing with at the moment, leave them well covered in the fridge or on the work surface. So we're going to do it a quarter at a time. So take that quarter, press it down and roll it through the widest setting on your pasta machine. So it will be a kind of weird shape to start with, but pass it through a couple of times and it will start to turn into a longish rectangle. Do that maybe two to three times and then reduce the thickness on your pasta machine using that clicky device that reduces just by one and do it again. And of course, the pasta will get a bit bigger and it will turn into a a longer rectangle. And then go down a third time to level three. Now that isn't the thinnest setting on the pasta machine. It will be one or two settings away from the thinnest. You don't want it super thin. There are times when you do want virtually transparent pasta, but this isn't one of them. So once you've got to it comfortably to level three on the pasta machine, run it through once or twice, you've probably got quite a long strip of pasta. So slide it onto somewhere where you can deal with it and make sure that that surface is dusted with semolina flour or semolina. From now on, everything that the pasta sheets go near needs to be uh, dusted with semolina flour to allow you to move, roll it, uh, roll it about, just shift it. So it's on the work surface. Now cut that very long sheet into 25 centimeter sheets. Doesn't matter if they're a bit uneven, that's not a problem. Then take each of those sheets one by one and using a knife, cut each of those sheets into strips. And this is you're now forming your papadale ribbons. And they want to be about 2.5 centimeters wide. So that's broader than your usual tagliatelle. So 
As ever, you want to toss those strips in a bit more semolina and set them aside. And this is why you will thank me for having said clear yourself some space in the kitchen. So next, take another quarter and do the same. And then do the same with the third quarter and do the same with the fourth quarter until you've really got the the entire kitchen covered in pappardelle strips. So once they're all cut, leave them to dry for a few minutes wherever they are. There's no problem at this point if they dry out, but they don't need to be covered. Just make sure they've got semolina underneath them. And then when you're ready to cook, you could leave those there for up to half an hour or an hour. Get a really large pan of water boiling, salt the water well, plunge in the pasta, cook it for three minutes, drain and serve it. And you will never have tasted any pasta more fresh and light and beautiful than Tom Kerridge's hand-cut pappardelle. So I hope that you will enjoy them. Thank you for listening. See you next podcast. Thank you for listening to this bonus cook-along episode. To find more information, go to bbcgoodfood.com. 